coming back for our NFL segment right here. We're joined by uh, Jim Dunaway. As always, I'm Dan. Yeah, Jim. Uh, Jim, we left off. We were talking about how weird the sports block was with the U.S. Open being last week. Uh, the only comforting thing I took from last week in the NFL was that some things don't change, and that's the Falcons blowing a 20-point lead. And then, of course, missing on a fumble uh, field goal. And that was the best meme I saw. I saw was that uh, the only the only thing that's not uh, the new normal is the Falcons blowing a twenty point lead and losing the game they should. Collinsworth called it out 
on the telecast. I mean, it was an obvious play call, and I literally think they could have done anything else and probably scored a touchdown to beat the Seahawks. Uh, you just sit there, you're comfortable to say that, but they had done that. They had done that same formation and threw a pass at them very time before that. They used the same formation uh, before that. Same shift and everything, and run the ball in. So, um, do I think he should have had an option that he didn't like the numbers to throw it? Yeah. And maybe he did, and maybe that guy got caught in the flutter, or maybe Cam didn't, didn't have time to react or something. Maybe there was a, a option for him to throw there, and he made the wrong choice. It did come up looking in that as a play call. But if you go back, if you look at the Patriots, Speaking of calls that were kind of questionable, uh, in that Falcons uh, loss, I think something that kind of gets overshadowed in that is the fact that Mike McCarthy inexplicably went for two when they were down by nine points. And, and what did you think about that decision? I mean, ultimately, he ended up winning the game anyway, but that should have been a decision that cost them the game. Yeah, I actually, um, like I said earlier, I did not see um, that part of the game. Um, I turned it off at halftime and only saw um, the final score. And so you'll have to uh, educate me on exactly what happened. Well, Jim, I think you saw that, right? I mean, they were down by nine. They had scored a touchdown to get to that point. And instead of just kicking the extra points to be down by eight, he tried to go for two to be down by seven. It's a single record thing, right? It's a new age of thinking. That way, you know, how many points you've got to score. Velocity is the great to the math guys. You want to have the number of points you need to win the game. Um, and Jim just most times left on the clock. So that's why you went for it now. To me, I was told, I always say you go for two and the last possible point in the game. Take the extra point there, and then you have the opportunity to go for two later on. But there's a new way of thinking. You see a lot more points down now and less punts um, and less field goals, which I like. You've got to be a field goal guy in the NFL sometimes you get some glory when you play punts and field goals. Uh, so it, it doesn't bother me. Um, but I'm not a big, you know, we got to go by front instead of by the math. But a big math guy, the math, the new age of thinking was go for two. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I always think that it's safe to two points for the last possible second. Um, speaking of field goals, uh, you know, uh, I'm always impressed with Patrick Mahomes, but I, I had no idea that the Chiefs probably have the best field goal kicker in the NFL, too, because I came away just blown away by that guy. I mean, three 54-plus-yard field goals, and all of them, like, they could have been good from 70. Yeah, I mean, in the NFL, under 50 should be automatic. Five range is where you really start separating the uh, elite Quakers. We think Quakers of the Miami Hurricane uh, was equally impressed because we think it's the Louisville logo on Saturday night. That was Louisville. So, uh, yeah, I mean, when you kick a four yard, it didn't mean that. It's obviously a great kicker. Well, you know, the Monday night game is going to be hyped up, rightfully so, for the homes at Jackson. But think about the underrated matchup for the kickers with Justin Tucker against the Kansas City kicker. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have a hot take about kickers, but I don't. Um, that they are going to be cleared up with this, right? He's going to be a Hall of Fame one day. Um, well, my goodness, if Lamar Jackson attacks the homes and it comes down to the place kicker, I'll be disappointed. I'll always get 10 ball, 10 ball games, 40, 42, 41 or something. Uh, yeah, that's probably the most excited I've been about a Monday night game in a while. It'll be nice to get to see the two of them take on each other, especially after the way the Saints looked on, on Monday night. That was a really upsetting game, but I literally couldn't believe what happened in that one. Yeah. yeah I mean, they will lead the Raiders team back and they We've got an identity in Vegas with uh, what Bruce has built there. Um, I like what they do with uh, Josh Jacobs out of Alabama. He touched the ball 39, uh, 27 runs, three receptions. Uh, the, the tight end Waller is a great story. I look back on this attention um, to uh, recreate his life, both professionally and on the field. So the Raiders are a great story, uh, but they're still in the same division as the Chiefs. And, uh, but they they look to the work of part right now. You know, the big question to me is how healthy is Drew Brees? He's not throwing the ball down the field at all. Michael Thomas is out right now. Um, that's the same team that um, I thought locked up and up Tampa Bay making a ton of mistakes and be wonder they would be able to do Yeah, I mean the Saints you talk about everybody's talking about Brees' arm strength or lack thereof, but it's so concerning because I feel like defenses are just, you know, not playing downhill as much. They're coming in more. They're taking away the short passes. And on the short passes, Breeze is not accurate this year. Um, you know, he's not. He's very uncharacteristic. And he and Emmanuel Sanders, who they thought was going to be that number two option at receiver, they're not on the same page at all, which is very concerning. Yeah, I'm starting Sanders back to back weeks in the This week's against the Green Bay is going to be a good a good chance for them. They really need to win that game because this is uh, definitely could uh, could go the other way if they don't start pulling off some wins and Bree starts getting a little more accurate. But uh, 
want to thank Jim for joining us on the show. Uh, we'll have you back sometime later on in the college football season. Thank you for giving us uh, all your time. I know you got to be up at 6 a.m. for your show tomorrow morning. Well, thank you so much for having us on. And why don't you tell uh, our listeners how they can listen to you on Jocks? Uh, it's very easy. It's the Jocks app, J-O-X, jocksfm.com, or just uh, in your app store, W-J-O-X, the Jocks app. Uh, or if you're in the Hudson School or Birmingham Markets, it's the Elkin Hudson of Jocks 94.5 in Birmingham. All right, well, good deal. Thank you so much, Jim, and I uh, hope you enjoy uh, Saturday this weekend at 11 a.m. Ole Miss in Florida and Auburn in Kentucky. You man. You got to be good. Right. Hopefully it's taking somewhere this year. I uh, hope so. All right. And uh, thank everyone for listening. You can watch our show on Spotify, the Dan and Joe Sports Show, if you look up all the episodes on there and catch us at 9 a.m. Facebook Live. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe.